Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This is a Dude Studios production. And hey, I'm the Dude. Hey, do you want to get your hands on some Hey Bartender Podcast merchandise? Head on over to hey-bartender-podcast.myshopify.com and you'll find all sorts of really cool Hey Bartender t-shirts, Bartender Pride shirts, and a couple other groovy things. Just remember to head over to hey-bartender-podcast.myshopify.com and get your stuff today. There's also other cool stuff there, like drink recipes, my personal blog. Head over there now. Not right now. The show's starting. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Hey Bartender Podcast. I'm your bartender. I'm the dude. So that's what you call me. Uh, you know, sit back, relax, let's have a good time tonight. Uh, of course, we always got to start with our drink special. Drink special tonight comes from a YouTube channel that I accidentally ran across called, uh, called An Idiot and His Liquor. Now, the reason why I ran across this guy is because I was wondering if there was any other mixed drinks out there that go with Jägermeister. If anybody's invented anything that go goes with Jägermeister other than just the Jäger bomb or just the Jäger straight up. And this guy came up with one that it found, sounds kind of fascinating to me. Now, here's what you do. You take your shaker, fill it with ice, and you put in a half shot of rum, half shot of vodka, half shot of tequila, half shot of gin, and a half shot of triple sec. You shake and strain that in, uh, into a bucket filled with ice, Top it off with one ounce sour mix and a splash, say about a half ounce of Jägermeister. Sounds like it goes along with the Long Island iced tea type of thing. You know, I'm kind of thinking that the uh, Jäger taste probably overpowers everything else. If any of you try that, uh, try that drink, uh, head, uh, head on over to the Facebook page, Hey Bartender Podcast, or email me, heybartenderpodcast at gmail.com. Let me know what you think of the drink. I'd love to tell everybody else what uh, to think of it. I mean, get out there. Tell the bartender, I want a Darth Vader. And uh, when they say, what the hell is a Darth Vader? Tell them, uh, tell them the recipe. And then get on your phone, if you're still conscious. And tell me what you uh, thought of the drink. Because I'm really curious. And I'm sure there's a lot of uh, listeners out there that are curious too that aren't gutsy enough to take one for the team and try out a really strange-ass drink like that. Anyway, let me know. How y'all doing tonight? Just, you know, I was uh, out wandering around this last weekend, and I went into this restaurant, and I overheard this conversation from the next table over. This guy felt it was necessary. He, I, I don't know if he used the stopwatch app on his phone or uh, whatever, but he said, I would like you to know that I have been waiting 25 minutes for my menu. And I th- thought, 
God, what a dick. And because the hostess sat him down and the hostess is supposed to give him uh, give him a menu, but she didn't give it to him. She just sat him down and said, your uh, server will be right with you. And then this guy pretty much tore into that poor waitress for the rest of the time he was there. And of course, me being this Hey Bartender podcast guy, I had to listen into this thing because I, you know, to see somebody treat another human being so fucking god awful, it's got to make the podcast. I mean, uh, you got to agree with me. I mean, uh, bartenders, servers, you've had people sit at your bar that no matter what, as soon as they sat down, they hate you. That's just the way it is. You know, it doesn't matter who you are. Doesn't matter what you did or how you're doing it. They hate you and they're going to treat you like shit as if they're the most holier than thou person on the face of the earth. And you have to treat them respectfully. You have to be there on time. You have to know. And I mean, what was that waitress doing before she got there? Uh, the reason why she, uh, he had to wait 25 minutes. I don't know. She, I wasn't in her section, so I couldn't interview her. Uh, so I could have some details for this show, but it doesn't stop me from making up things to support that girl. I mean, maybe she had explosive diarrhea and couldn't get back to her tables on time. Maybe she had explosive diarrhea when she came out of the bathroom after feeling all better. She remembered, Oh shit, forgot to wash my hands and had to go back and wash her hands thoroughly. Or, you know, there could have been a thousand things that could have prevented her from getting back to that table immediately to keep this guy from hating her. But like I said, this guy, he just seemed like the type that was going to, he was ready to get on Yelp as soon as he uh, went out to his car after having dinner. I had to wait 25 minutes to receive my menu. It took 45 minutes to receive my steak. They didn't bring me the extra ranch I asked for. And, you know, to, you know, stick up for this girl. Yes, this place was packed. I mean, every table was full. They She had a couple, uh, couple like eight, ten tops. Uh, and, you know, she had a lot to do. She was running around and she didn't deserve to get treated like uh treated like that i stand by that and i always treat my waitresses with great care and i'm always friendly uh and uh you know in a restaurant situation when you're at a sit-down restaurant not fast food uh you know mind you i'm not knocking the fast food industry wait yes i will give me a few minutes but in a restaurant situation, the you got one waitress that has to deal waiter waitress that has to deal with a huge section, and it's you're not the only person there. the cus The customer has to realize you're not the only person there. They are not there to cater to just you, and it happens at the bar too. I mean, you know the you know you got that guy. That, excuse me, bartender, excuse me, uh, I'd like to order my drink now. And you walk over and say, what can I get you? And they go, um, huh. And then you realize, okay, you brought me over from my well, where I have three deep, uh, three deep, five wide, just to serve your lazy ass. Okay. Um, you know, obviously 
everybody, everybody in the bar, stop. This guy is trying to make a decision. And, oh, shit, is that smoke coming out of his ears? Yeah. Uh, okay. Everybody be quiet. Uh, uh, yeah. The customers is, it just makes it, they purposely make it tough for these servers. And is it the holier than thou type of thing? Is it the whole idea that, well, I have a regular nine to five job and all you do is serve food? Well, listen up, people, uh, customers in particular. When you go to a restaurant and you think all these people do is serve food, your parents did that for you when you were a kid, too. All they did was serve you food and they worked a nine to five job. So keep that in mind. And, you know, in order to get that food to serve to you every night, note people everywhere i want you to note i said your parents i didn't gender spe specify uh any of that i said your parents served you food and uh and did, were you a dick to them he said hey mom i didn't get my pancakes until 9 30 i was up at eight o'clock watching cartoons wearing my pancakes and well the boy that accent sounded kind of awful but uh uh, you know, would you do that to your, uh, your parents if they were serving you food? Think about that. I once went out on a company meal and this was a brand spanking new restaurant. And the girl, uh, it well, was a girl that served us that night and she took all of our orders and, uh, one of the guys I work with timed her he took out his cell phone and timed her for how long it took her to bring the food out and i didn't know that until she uh until all of us were served and we had all started eating and he said um it took her 45 minutes to uh bring the food out yeah i'm gonna put that in yelp and i thought motherfucker you know th that's probably the rudest thing ever and because Customers, you got to remember the waitress, waiter, bartender, they are but one part of the circulatory system of how a restaurant operates. I mean, I can't forget about the cooks. No, you got to give the cooks some credit and the, uh, the cooks also, I'm not going to say are to blame, but they are part of the process of the restaurant industry and you know, it just, you got to sit back and think. I, uh, what was that one girl? Um, she was telling me that she was out on a date with a guy and this guy tore this waitress a new one saying that the food was undercooked and he just treated her rude. Now she, uh, the girl that was telling me the story was a bartender. And had worked in the restaurant industry for a long time. In fact, he asked her out while she was working behind the bar and she agreed to it. So they go to this restaurant and he tears the waitress a new one. And she, as soon as the waitress got out of earshot, he she leans over to him and says, You do that again, I'm leaving your ass here. And you do not treat a waitress, waiter, bartender like that. And if you expect to go on a second date, you are not going to ever do that again. 
of course, she never gave him a second date. It pissed her off too bad. So, you know, uh, it, it's, you know, you, you can't, can't just base it. The restaurant is one huge, oh, what, what do I want to call it? It's a life form. And there's many, many things in the whole restaurant that keeps things uh, moving. I mean, the managers, the brain, the cook, the heartbeat, the waiters, waitresses, circulatory system, the bartender, uh, well, uh, uh, you people think of something. I'm, uh, I'm, I was never in, into medical stuff and I'm really bad with these medical analogies, but, uh, it's, it's not hard to think about. I mean... The waiters, waitresses, bartenders, yeah, they're the people up front because they are the representatives of that restaurant. And uh, so when it comes down to it, the waiters and waitresses and bartenders, they get all the shit, all the complaints. They get all of uh, the crap from all the uh, all the customers just because they're standing out front. The cooks might never, ever hear that sort of thing, except if the person is dumb enough to send their food back. And, okay, if your food is bad, maybe you should send it back or not prepare it exactly the way you want it. But <clears throat> I'm not saying that the things that happen in the movie waiting to that one woman's food actually happens. But... It could, you never know. All depends on you know the what type of cook you're dealing with, how big of a uh, jerk that uh, cook is, and how proud of their work they are. Or if you're if you come in at 15 minutes before closing with four of your friends, yeah, you yeah. You know, I'm not going to say it actually happens, but you do run risks. But as a customer, do you really want to concentrate on ruining somebody's day just for a damn Yelp review? I mean, I mean, if you're Anthony Bourdain, okay, maybe because that'll get your ratings uh, being uh, some kind of asshole chef. But just for Yelp, I mean, come on. And besides, I bet uh, anybody, uh. Well, I don't have any money to bet, but I bet you that a good majority of the reviews on Yelp are complete bullshit. Uh, you know, because I've seen people on other websites, not necessarily Yelp, uh, other websites that say, hey, can you get on my website and give me a review or something like that so I can get more attention or something like that? Hell, I do that. I, I've called up friends and say, hey, hey, Bartender Podcast is on the air. You mind listening to it? You mind so I can get my numbers up? And I do that. But my friends, as far as I know, listen to it. And then they uh, uh, do help me out by telling their friends about it. But when you... Best example I can think of. Back when I was bartending, everybody was watching Battlestar Galactica, the updated version. And funniest damn thing... Season one had just finished. Uh, well, actually, season one hadn't even finished yet. 
And I got onto IMDb and there was already reviews for season two. And I was laughing about that. And they're like, oh, this season sucks. Or, you know, they're the one star, half a star, zero stars, whatever. And uh, eventually somebody did have the guts to post on there. Can they please start finish, uh, start filming the series before you start trashing it? Just, you know, just wondering. And I laughed my ass off because, you know, most of these reviews, some people just feel like being jerks. I, I remember a friend of mine um, saying that when he went into Red Robin, he uh, and they had those comment cards sitting on the tables. He just automatically this was, of course, back when we were teenagers. We've grown up quite uh, quite a bit since then. Well, not well. He's grown up quite a bit, not me. But uh, he would just take the comment card and go, sucks, 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 all the way down the card, just because he could, you know? But, you know, it, now that he's matured and I look at look out after my fellow uh, service industry people, we won't do that anymore. That's uh, because we want these people to do well. We want these people to make their money and uh, make their way in life. It, that's just the way it is. However, there's a flip, uh, flip side to that coin. I have worked with some great servers in my life. They are just on top of their shit. Their customers are always happy. They develop, they get regular customers really easy because the customers love them and will come in to see them just to see them, you know, just to say hi. But I have also worked with some of the worst servers on the face of the planet. And, you know, maybe a couple of those servers actually did deserve, uh, you know, you know, a little, little bit of ribbing or something like that saying, uh, excuse me, but I ordered uh, extra ranch about a half hour ago. You never brought it out. Now I'm finished with my meal and I didn't have my extra ranch. So here's a $2 tip on $75 tap. Now, that particular server that uh, popped into mind when I told you about that, when the customer would complain to her, or at least give some constructive criticism, let's not necessarily say complain just yet, uh, she would start going off saying how bad her life sucks. She was really distracted, and, you know, her boyfriend treated her bad or something like that or uh a customer blew uh smoke into her face at, uh when she was walking walking behind the bar where she shouldn't have been anyway and you know that, that really threw her day off she go for the sympathy card i hate that don't go for the sympathy card your best thing to do because what well, you try to go for the sympathy card the customer isn't listening anymore they really don't care. So what? You're having a bad life. You want to hear about the day I had when I had to go to the DMV today? No, no, don't, don't open up that bag of worms. You don't want to tell the customer that much about your personal life because most of the time the customer honestly does not care. They only think about themselves. They were hungry. They wanted food and they were probably grumpy to begin with because they were hungry. And the best thing you can do is just go, I'm really sorry. Uh, what can we do to make it up to you? And that's it. And 
you know, they, there's nothing you can do. You're not going to make it up to them. And you just got to go, I'm sorry. Uh, and just go about your business. It will let them sit there for a little while longer, refill their coffee, their Coke, ask them if they want to get an, get another drink. If they're one of those asshole customers that uh, say, I deserve an extra Long Island because of my pain and suffering because of I didn't get that extra ranch. Uh, well, okay, you're going to have to deal with the manager on that one. Of course, not all servers are even honest. I mean, uh, I once heard about this one guy uh, that worked at a restaurant. Talked about him th- uh, through a couple friends. And at first, I thought this guy is too stupid to be true. Then I actually met him. But uh, the story behind him was that he knew how to uh, how to break the system in a way. I mean, it started off, uh, the first time I heard about this guy, I guess uh, he got pulled over and uh, cops... Uh, looked at his driver's license. This was back when driver's license were sandwiched in between two pieces of plastic. They looked at his driver's license and realized that he was cutting cocaine with his driver's license and they found remnants of it. And I don't think he did any time for it, but uh, because whatever, I don't care. And, uh, but later I hear about this guy and he is charging the customers Full price for their meals. We're talking like $25, $30 meals each customer. But managed to change the computer program around so that the prices would be different. And so any money that he got from the customer, uh, he would the computer would say, well, the customer owes $7. And they paid $70 on the tip, on the ticket. He would pocket the rest. And... That's not the first time I've heard servers, uh, you know, trying to skim a little bit off the top for a little bit extra money. But this guy uh, was just stupid. I mean, uh, he eventually got caught for that and then fired and somehow got another job, got caught with marijuana, uh, selling marijuana in the bar, got fired. And, you know, this guy was just a freaking moron. Now, uh, another server... This is before uh, uh, the point of sale system got installed in that restaurant. She did the same thing. You know, she would, uh, it was just all hand tickets, everything. And she would charge the customers uh, for their meals, their drinks and whatever, and pocket the money. And, uh, and even go as far as to walk by me. I was the bartender at the time and say, I didn't really do that much of uh, food business tonight. And I thought about it and I said, what are you talking about? You're the, we had a good dinner rush tonight. And you know, how did she only walk away with only $150 in sales? And I thought, well, that's odd. But, uh, but then the point of sale system got installed and then all of a sudden her till was short constantly. And I thought, ah, you screwed. And, cause she couldn't steal, steal from the register anymore. And then she was eventually found out about that in a quick, uh, well, she wasn't accused of, uh, stealing from the register. She was, uh, released because her till was never right. And, uh, the boss finally just said, look, 
you're coming up short every night. Straighten out or get out. And she never straightened out and uh, ended up leaving. Don't really care where she went. She's she's gone now. Uh, but eh, interesting thing about that girl. You know what? She did bad. Uh, she did naughty things for extra cash from some of the customers. Let's just leave it at that. And, uh, you know, don't you know, these people? Uh, I've heard of uh, in the more seedier bars. Uh, some people will do extra stuff for their customers. Uh, don't expect to keep a job for very long. Uh, just warning you now, people. And, uh, I mean, if you're going to do things like that, do it for free, do it, at, uh, do it at the person's house uh, or your house. That's all I have to say about that. Actually with that server, it became really easy for me when the point of sale system came up because, uh, in order for me to start pouring a drink, because I was one of those bartenders that wouldn't let anybody behind their bar unless they had a ticket. Uh, or, uh, and I poured the drinks, that's it. Unless I want us on a break, then I assigned somebody else to do it. But, uh, she, uh, she, with, when she worked with other bar bartenders, she would just, uh, walk behind the bar, pour a rum and Coke and then bring it out to her table. But with me, since I insisted that I pour all the drinks, there had to be a ticket on that printer. Otherwise, I would not pour nothing. And that probably hurt her profits quite a bit. And do I feel bad about that? Nah. One bartender I can think of that I I experienced uh, as a customer uh, made me laugh. Uh, because, you know, it wasn't my intention to be rude. Uh, I... I was didn't didn't have any plan or any idea to be rude to this bartender, but I walked. I was in a, a casino in Las Vegas, and it was the middle of the day. I'm not much of a drinker, and I've been wandering through the casinos uh, all day long, and I just decided I'm thirsty. I want a Coca Cola, and knowing full well that the way to get a Coca-Cola in Vegas is not to walk up to the bar because they'll charge you an arm and a leg for it. But I was thirsty and didn't want to sit at a slot machine waiting for a cocktail waitress to come around. And so I walked over to the bar hoping for uh, a pounder glass with Coca-Cola, but he ended up giving me like a wine glass with lots and lots of ice. And so I I said, "Uh, hey, can I get a Coke? And he said, could I get a Coke, please? And I said, oh, sorry. Can I get a Coke, please? Now, okay. That that threw me off. And I I mean, like I said, it wasn't my intention to be rude. And plus paying $7.50, maybe for a Coca-Cola, maybe he deserved a please. And... I don't know, maybe, maybe it was uh, the Supreme Coca-Cola Classic that came from the special uh, casks in the depths of uh, the Coca-Cola company 
and you know they only serve it at the high-end casinos and so you know it was i supposed to swish it in my mouth and spit it out i don't know but uh the fact that the bartender said can i have a coke please and i was like i'm sorry it wasn't my intention to be rude i kind of want to be now but you know what no i'm not going to treat you like that and uh I pretty much knew whatever I tipped him uh, wasn't going to make a difference. But still, $7.50 for uh, a small Coke, in essence, that's what it was. And I still gave him 10 bucks and said, keep it. And uh, just because, hell, I was thirsty. And I just wanted Coke. But I could, for some reason, I thought that was kind of rude of him. I mean, I was going to say thank you. I, you know, I pretty much, yeah, I decided, yeah, when he gives me the Coke, I was going to pay him for it and I was going to say thank you. But uh, to correct my etiquette, uh, it actually insulted me quite a bit. And was I going to write a Yelp review about it? Pfft, nah, I don't have that kind of time. But usually, back to the servers that I've worked with, usually the worst times that I've had with the servers isn't during their shift and because usually during their shift they're professional they're uh they'll they take your order they get the food they uh bring it back to the table check on them drop off the bill and you know they uh, most of the servers that i've worked with were always really good about that it's uh most of the problems for my servers came from when they were done when uh, when they were clocked out for the night. Now, my bar, the bars that I've worked at, gave you a shifter drink. And that's, uh, you know, basically one drink on the house and uh, just to so you can unwind a little bit before you head home. Every once in a while, uh, we would hire a server that would go completely nuts. And... You know, they would completely get blasted, spend all their take-home money on, you know, all their tips on partying, basically, after their shift. And then ha- wonder about, you know, how, how am I going to pay for the gas when I get, uh, to get home? Or, oh shit, I forgot I've got to have money tomorrow for uh, to buy my kid's soccer uniform or something like that. And, uh, or video poker. Oh, dear God. Uh, I, um, I myself have blown away completely my take-home pay just on video poker alone. But, um, when it comes, but that's a completely different thing. I mean, uh, I, yeah, I've had servers that blow away their take-home pay and it actually annoyed me after a while when they'd come up and say, um, I'm short on cash this week and... I really need to do this, that, the other thing, something really important. Uh, can I borrow 20 bucks from you? And, uh, I'll pay you back next week. And yeah, yeah. Just because I'm a nice guy, I would say, yeah, sure. Here you go. And uh, nine times out of 10, I'd never see that money ever again. But that was also my rule of thumb to never loan out money that I know that I know I'm going to miss anything more than 20 bucks to 
even my best friend, I am really, really weary about. I, I just can't do it. It, It's like, you know, uh, when will I get this back? You know, you think I'm going to give you a hundred, $200. I better get paid back for that. But if they do not pay me back, that ultimately will, I'll never loan them money ever again. Just because you're, you're bad with money doesn't mean you have to be bad with my money too. And, but I tried to be a nice guy too much and, you know, help out my servers, help, you know, help out. Now I'd never loan money to customers. Uh, that's, that's their own problem. But, um, I have seen other bartenders let, uh, let a tab float for a few days uh, until, you know, because I'm a little short on cash until payday. You mind, uh, you know, floating me f- until Friday? I've seen some bartenders do that. And uh, they know that customer well enough where they know they're not going to get screwed on that tab. But I wouldn't do that because I never knew anybody well enough. And I trust issues, truthfully. Um, but, you know, they're... Every once in a while, the servers would blow their money on the uh, video poker machines or uh, start a tab as soon as they got uh, got off their shift. You know, there's a lot of bars nowadays that don't allow shifters anymore. In fact, they don't even want their servers or bartenders to be in that bar uh, after their shift is over just because they are still representatives of the restaurant or the bar. And because everybody knows they still, they work there. And if they get completely tossed, uh, and that, that looks bad on the bar. And, uh, so some bars would just say, as soon as your shift is over, you go home. Uh, so they'd have to go somewhere else to drink and that's fine. You know, it just to keep up the, uh, uh, keep up the image of the restaurant, but you know, it's well, getting, uh, getting completely plastered, uh, right after your shift. Sometimes you got to blow off some steam. Sure. And you had a bad night. You had a bad day leading up to that night. And you know, that's why bars exist. So you can, you know, let off a little bit of steam and relax and do you really want to be that server that wakes up the next morning and goes, Oh God, I did this last night. How am I going to be able to show my face in the bar that I work at? Uh, now, I mean, Oh boy. Uh, yeah. Do you really want to work, wake up like that when you're about to head to work? I mean, it doesn't happen in the bar, just in the bar industry. I've heard stories in like corporate industries, but yeah, I mean, the whole idea that, you know, okay, I have to go face those customers again, right after I decided to do the Carlton dance, wearing nothing but a banana hammock and, uh, oh, and oh yeah, it's on YouTube now. Oh boy. Anyway, let's take a quick break right now. Uh, just want to take another second to remind you guys to visit hey-bartender-podcast.myshopify.com 
and check out and buy some cool Hey Bartender podcast merchandise. Even a couple uh, just nifty novelty t-shirts and other things. Anyway, right now it's time for our musical guest of the show. From Minneapolis, Minneapolis, Minnesota, we have a band called The Real Numbers. You can find them on Facebook, Instagram, or Bandcamp.com. Right now, I'd like to play for you their song from their album, Performs. Here is Real Numbers with Around the Arms. Love 
From their album Performs, that was The Real Numbers with their song Around the Arms. If you want to check out more of their stuff, head on over to their Facebook page, their Instagram page, or head over to bandcamp.com where you can check out the rest of their album and other albums and releases. So to wrap up, you know, if you want to be a good server, good bartender, you know, the best thing to do, go in with a smile on your face. If you have to work on your acting abilities, and believe me, being a bartender and server, you are borderline an actor or an actress because you got to pretend to be nice to everybody. And you can't, it, that is really insanely hard to do. And, you know, don't bring your personal life into it. Easy enough. And, you know, don't try to screw people over. That will just ruin things for everybody. It's kind of like that scene in the movie Waiting where you see that one waitress that just freaks the fuck out on everything. But as soon as she goes out to her customers, she's all smiles and, you know, happy voice. And then she gets out of eye shot and she's just screaming and swearing again. You know, hey, Ryan Reynolds, that was an awesome movie. Uh, you know, I'm, you know, I'm going to plug you even uh, even though I'm not getting paid for any of this. Uh, hell, I'll plug anything. Give me free stuff, somebody. Anyway, uh, last call, people. Yeah, it's last call for alcohol. I just want to remind all of you people, if you want to be a part of Hey Bartender Podcast, if you've got some great bartending serving stories that you want to share with the rest of the world, you know, give, send me an email. Let me know. Podcast at gmail.com. Let's arrange something. Let's get you on the show. I built this show for bartenders and servers because I've seen way too many bartenders and servers get shit on out there just because of their choice of job. And you know what? You bartenders and servers, you get food on the table. You got gas in your car. You've got clothes on your back. You guys are doing awesome. No, you know, don't let anybody tell you different. And you know, I just love to hear great bartending stories. And so if you want to be on the show, email me, heybartenderpodcast at gmail.com, and we'll get you on the show. Uh, if you want to check out some, like I said before, if you want to check out some Hey Bartender Podcast merchandise, head over to hey-bartender-podcast.myshopify.com. And, you know, you can find some really groovy stuff there. If you want to follow us on the Facebook page, it's Hey Bartender Podcast. Instagram, same thing. Uh, Twitter, Hey Bartender P O One. And you know, let's. I want you people to get involved. I want this to have. I want this show to have tons of people get involved and share their unique stories because everybody out there has a unique bar story. Uh, I don't care who you are, and. It's just one of those things. I mean, this this whole podcast idea came up to me when my me, my bartender and server friends would be sitting at Denny's late at night talking about our lives as servers, bartenders, or even j- just recently that night. And we think these stories could make a really good book. And, you know, we could start with this podcast here. And it's, you know, starts from here. Don't know where it can build up to. You can get you on here. We can plug your bar. We can uh, 
talk about your favorite drink recipes. We can talk about your best customers, your worst customers, and or pop culture. I'm all about that. Just don't expect me to say anything about football or anything like that because I won't have anything to contribute. But anyway, as usual, I'd like to wish you all lots of love, lots of sex, lots of happiness, and don't take any shit from anybody. This is the Dude with a Bartender podcast. Good night. I had to blow again. I said, hey, bartender.